Hey, it's Simon. And this is Martina. And we're broadcasting out of Kichijoji, Tokyo, Japan, the humidest part of the world. It's a pudding bowl right now, guys. Okay. I, I'm being very superlative. I know it's not the most humid in the world, but it is Kyoto's gross. Kyoto's probably the grossest Kyoto's part right is now. probably worse. Hey, for yeah. all you guys that want to travel to Japan, yeah. totally, I recommend it. I love and it. And I recommend mm-hmm. avoiding July and August yep. furiously, which yep. sucks because it's usually like the North American time off. Right. Right. I remember yeah. high school. People's vacations like, and yeah. whatnot. Just prepare to have your body produce more water and moisture than you've ever experienced in your entire I know. life. Wow. Yep. We are wet in weird places, guys. I got to work out today. I'm really You not... have to wait for the sun to set, Ducky. No, I can't. I'm, I'm going to work out right after this podcast. It's, it's my only time. I know I'm going to die, but I'm going to lose so much weight. I'm going to I'm gonna be so thin. Ducky, oh no, you should do it after you shave. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. He's we'll like, see. you're not going to be here. Girl. Well, the reason, the, the reason why we can't do it after we shave is because we're going to be filming a video after we shave mm-hmm. and then jet lag is going to kick us in the ass. Sorry, quick question. Why yeah. is there we shave? I'm not going for a shave. No. All right. I decided not to. You've already shaved in. your yes. beard today. So, yeah. so you're training that. I'm going to shave my beard uh, i have a place then koenji that mm-hmm. i go to koenji fucking city uh, it's pretty gangsta it is quite gangster, uh, and that's where i get my beard shaved but this is the earliest we've ever yeah. filmed a podcast i think it's like 11 a.m or so so for those of you that don't know we just mm-hmm. got back from our trip uh we went to malmo sweden yes uh, and then we went to copenhagen for two days afterwards right and we went to malmo for work yeah uh it was totally awesome malmo tourism contacted uh-huh. us and they're like hey we'd love to pay for you guys to come here right and film a video and we yeah. were like Yup. And they didn't even have any talking points. They're like, we want you to say this or we want you to say that. No, none of that. It was just like, go film whatever you want. And disclose in your Instagram that it's a paid and that's it. Which is why we're also kind of disclosing this because I'm not sure where the line goes with like Mm -hmm. product placements because they didn't pay for this podcast. Mm -hmm. They just like want a video on our YouTube channel. So this right here, we're just talking about Mamo because we really like it. But I think we should at least disclose I, mean, I don't know how this thing works. I mean, you do you because by uh-huh. saying that it's already been disclosed. Yes. The, uh-huh. the point is, is that it's it's a complicated line because if we go to Malmo and we have an amazing time, right. it's just our opinion. Like, I mean, going to Malmo and being able to explore city yeah. and not having somebody breathing down your throat and right. telling, breathing down your throat. <sighs> I don't think that's how it is. Breathe, damn you. <laughs> Breathe down your throat. <laughs> uh, we have said no to every single one of those types of opportunities. Yeah. Like the ones where they're like, you have to come here and say all this you and do that. This, We're like, no. Nah, I'm not going. Because what if you have a terrible time? What if you don't like it? Right. And then you have to promote that to your audience. Yeah. I mean, we could have been making a lot more money if we just had a lack (laughs) of morals. Yeah. Damn. Good on us for being ethical. Yes, uh-huh. as we as we <laughs> rock and pay off our student mm. loans. Yes, no. But mm. we had an amazing time. The point we're talking about is jet lag. Yes. It is the worst that we've ever had. Right. Because we did not remember the fact the sun never ever freaking sets uh-huh. in the summertime in certain parts of the world. Yeah. We went to Finland a little while ago where right. the sun literally didn't set. Didn't set. It like did it'd be up like, at like midnight as well. Yeah. It wasn't that bad in Malmo, except no. it would set at around 10 p.m., which for like some people in Europe, I think that's mm. like like mm-hmm. okay and and like understandable because i even spoke with a german friend he's like oh what do you mean like that's fine <sighs> but here in japan the sun doesn't set at 10 p.m not in north america like even in the summertime i think it sets at like six or seven there's maybe. a feeling of like it's the evening and it's setting and mm-hmm. then now we have nighttime hours right but when we were in malmo in denmark yeah the sun simon's saying the sun set at 10 yeah. but it didn't go down right. until like quarter to midnight i yeah. have a picture there wouldn't be like pure midnight yeah. black it'd still be like a dark blue, blue yeah. you know like late into the evening and then 
two to three hours later, the sun's <laughs> like, guess I should just yes, come back I'm up again. Back up. I'm so sensitive to sunlight when I sleep. Right. Not everybody is sensitive to light. Mm-hmm. I'm sensitive to light. I'm sensitive to sound. I'm yeah. sensitive to Your everything. Your eyelids are super thin. Oh, so wafer, wafery thin. Like we have blackout curtains all over our room. We have them in the hallway so that no light can creep through. And if it ever does, <laughs> like especially when Memers comes in in the morning and like you see a little crack of sliver of light, then you'll pick that up. Not me. I've got very thick boy eyelids. That's very exciting. T-H-I-C-C. You like them, don't you, girl? But, so what we talked about was that mm-hmm. we think that this amount of sun that we had yeah. and then coming back to Japan, which is in rainy season right yeah. now, and we're actually brought the sun back, apparently. Right. So my friend Amanda messaged me and was like, apparently, this is the longest Japan went without um, sunlight. Oh. It was something like... 26 days and all together there was like nine hours of sunlight the entire time but when we got back the next day the sun kind of broke through and we have sunlight right now as well yeah so Uh I think we maybe just lucked out because Uh like whatever typhoon was coming through maybe cleared up Uh but there's something about being in consistent sunlight it's because you bring sunshine to the world come on give me a hint the sunshine let the sunshine let it shine that was corny wasn't it that's the comment of a loving husband. That's a big corny comment. That's a big corny, big cheesy, big corny. I'm really sad we never bought that chocolate bar in Sweden. It was called the big corny. <laughs> right. And Simon and I have been calling each other big cornies the whole time. But I think the, the what we're trying to say is because there was so much sunlight in Malmö and Copenhagen mm-hmm. and so little of it here, our, and with the jet lag and time difference, our circadian rhythms are totally way off. You and I are almost on like shift duty when yeah. it comes to like when we're sleeping. Like We're like, I'm well, awake. good to see you right now, Simon, yeah. but you'll be asleep in an hour and I'll yeah. be awake. The first night, like you stayed awake until 6 a.m., yep. right? And then I, I put wasn't you to sleep. tired at all. And then when you woke up in the afternoon, is when I went to sleep. Our rhythms are totally off, so we're lucky right now that we're both awake so yeah. we can record this. Memers is cranky. Uh-huh. When I was up all night, I was just making some, I was making some musical beats, right? On my garage band, yeah. And uh, it was like totally dark except for my me playing music uh-huh. and the doors closed, so Simon wouldn't wake up. And yeah. poor Memers was like, Please let me sleep because right. he just sleeps in the basement, mm-hmm. and he was so mad and cranky the next morning like he's even mad today at well, he's us. just cranky because yeah. he has not been getting his uh 18 hours of cat sleep oh heaven forbid what was me yes i'll tell you one thing though for those of you that have traveled and experienced jet lag uh-huh. i am real sick of people giving advice about how to beat jet lag mm-hmm. and it's nothing to do with me being like offended or angry about yeah. it it's because it does not work it doesn't work we travel enough yeah i have not met somebody else except for like youtube employees yeah like when we meet youtube employees they travel all the time all the time like right? every month yeah they're just constantly gone going Mm -hmm. to america coming back going Mm -hmm. to different places but they don't have to be like on camera and Mm -hmm. on on uh like awake yeah you know what i mean like attending an event and being in the audience of something is very different than arriving like we arrived in malmo and we had to get off of an 11 hour flight passively consuming is different than actively producing yeah you know and being like Mm -hmm. on and being happy and smiling like Mm -hmm. how do you do all that when you're absolutely exhausted from a huge flight Right. right so well, we're lucky that Mama was that. very interesting and we were able to learn so much awesome. about it and that we liked it. And as foodies, it was a really great place. There were so many neat restaurants, yeah. like so much cool like coffee shops mm-hmm. and pastries. Everybody was so friendly. Yeah. So friendly. Like we'd go to a shop. We'd be hesitant about, you know, can we film here yet? We're mm-hmm. not sure. So we would do what we normally do in Tokyo, which yeah. is show up, try the stuff first. Yeah. Suss out the feel. Suss out. Suss it out. Yeah. Suss it out. Uh-huh. You know, and then we might come back the next day to film. Right. Mm-hmm. So we went to like a couple places is like right. ya bastard ya bastard you'll know when you see the video but well, we uh-huh. went there twice uh-huh. and we went to like uh 
Ugla. We went there like. Well, a let's not give away yeah. our well, whole anyways, itinerary. Well, yeah. people are like writing down. Oh God, they have no idea. I couldn't even spell it when I was uh-huh. there. I'm staring at the sign, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "How many G's are in here? What are those dots?" Mm-hmm. Um, but when we were there, totally lost my train of thought because uh-huh. uh, we talked about not throwing things away. Wait, you got Ooga. it, girl. Yeah, bastard. How happy we were as foodies. How nice everybody oh, was so talking nice. to everybody. That's what it was. So and we like, would ask a question and yeah. people would right away be like, oh, you should try this shop. You should go here. Like, mm-hmm. this is what fika means. This yeah. is this, this is that. It's weird because like some people like told us, in fact, many people told mm-hmm. us that um, people in Sweden are very shy and not talkative. But so many people were open to us. Everybody that we sat beside wanted to have conversations. Yep. I'm not sure it's, if it's because we look like tourists like i know everywhere we go we look like outsiders especially in japan no no, no like no. we're very like out like we look different okay, yes right? in japan yes incorrect in sweden because right. remember that person said to you in copenhagen yeah. we were in copenhagen and we were hanging out at this big picnic table like yeah. this there's a jazz festival yeah and there was two people beside us there's a lot of communal tables yeah, in, yeah. in sweden and right, Copenhagen. Right? right so we're sitting there and uh the guy said about simon is that yeah. simon totally blends in right and looks exactly like somebody mm. who is from the area and he yeah. said i stick out more than simon did right which I thought was really surprising. Yeah. I thought that I looked like maybe I'm. So Swedish. then how is it that everybody's always so open and talkative to us? Is it that like people like are misrepresenting Sweden or is it just that we got very lucky and we like met some really nice people everywhere we went? I, I have a theory about this. Okay. When we were talking to uh, Tia, the girl that we met at, yeah. in Copenhagen. Tio. Tio. Yeah. She had a really interesting name. Uh-huh. Uh, Tia. Why did I say that? Uh-huh. Um, because I remember because I remember because of Toronto. And Theo. Tio. Tio. T-dot, yeah. right, Tio. She was saying that when it comes to like people that are from Copenhagen and mm-hmm. from Sweden, they tend to be like cards to the chest until you open up the conversation. Mm-hmm. So she's like, she would never enter our conversation and uh, say, oh, hey, where are you guys from? She goes, you kind of match the energy the person you're with. It's uh, very private. So she she says, even though we're sharing this table, I missed that part of the conversation. You were actually gone getting food, right? Yeah, there you um, go. Mm-hmm. So much awesome food. Yeah. Every, I gained five pounds. Yep, yep. I actually I did. gained. Yeah, yep. I actually gained weight. I see it on my it. stomach because, like, our scale also measures fat percentage, and I went a whole percentage yeah. up. Percentage. So I'm gonna yeah. cut back a bit on yeah. some of the things we eat. Also, I know that we discuss a lot about weight and working out and yeah. dieting and stuff, and I mm-hmm. and I don't want. I don't usually use the word triggered, but mm-hmm. like I'm gonna say, I don't mm-hmm. want people to feel you know triggered or upset or worried about mm-hmm. us regarding you know weight and the, mm-hmm. how much we talk about it right it's not so much about the way that we look but mm-hmm. so much about health if yeah. you're a foodie and you have to eat an excessive amount of stuff every day like right. recently I, I answered a comment on yeah. our 48 hours in taiwan yeah and someone was like did you really eat that much food in two days and i was like yes yeah literally we got up in the morning we didn't uh-huh. eat any hotel breakfast we mm-hmm. had like a light juice or something we'd mm-hmm. go to the gym yeah and then we'd be out filming all day long to the very end of the day we'd yeah. come back we'd go to the gym yeah and then we'd go to sleep and the idea is that if you're going to eat that much food yeah you got to make sure your body isn't like being balanced sl- yeah it's being yeah. sluggish or being pulled down yeah i gained five pounds no big deal like you can't mm-hmm. really see it on me right but i know that my knees are going to feel it my ankles are going to feel right. it. i definitely ate a lot of treats uh, you lots did. of cookies and and, and the thing is we can't live an entire life mm-hmm. of feasting like there's feast and famine like we we go back and forth like mm-hmm. in a lot of our videos you don't see us dieting because <laughs> like we're trying to enjoy ourselves eating but i remember like we spoke with somebody in korea who's like a mukbanger and he would eat tons and tons of stuff but he was completely ripped oh the, the swimmer because he would swim all yeah. the time he'd be like you know like eating is my job and you know i have to make sure that i'm healthy enough for the job yeah. so we want to be the same way when we notice that we eat a lot for our videos mm-hmm. we got to diet 
pilot back afterwards mm-hmm. if we see that we're gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Simon had his uh, steamed chicken breast with I a hard-boiled egg for yeah, breakfast. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had tofu with green onions and mm-hmm. a little bit of dashi on top. And Those then, aren't fun videos to share, though. <laughs> and then right. I had uh, my chahu wamboshi, which and is that's just, like, why steamed And we're custard. so excited whenever we eat good food yeah. on video. It's not faking. We're like, I really, really enjoy this compared mm-hmm. to my steamed chicken breast. Ordering, you know? ordering dessert is, is a delight. Right. <gasps> Guys. Mm-hmm. Berries and Sweden. Oh, oh. Japan okay. is not good for berries. Like it's good for strawberries, yeah. but blueberries and raspberries aren't really its thing. What are they called again? Blabber. Blabber. Yes. blabber. Love the, the greatest name for blabber berries. Uh-huh. Uh, berries are something that I miss so much. Mm-hmm. I am a big berry girl. Uh-huh. You'll notice that I have berry, berry, berry much. Very much. I have uh-huh. berry earrings. Uh-huh. I have tons of. Stra- I've got like strawberry nails. Yeah. I have watermelon earrings, which are not berries, but uh-huh. I like that kind of food. I like things that are pink, (laughs) pink foods. But yeah, I love berries. And I heard a lot about Swedish berries. My friend Angie was like, oh, make sure you have the berries. It's berry season. And I was Uh like, all right, we'll see. Because Uh Korea had dope strawberries. Mm -hmm. Japan has dope strawberries, Mm -hmm. but they don't do blackberries, raspberries, or blueberries. Mm -hmm. And I had the summertime dish at the end. Mm -hmm. And when I bit into the strawberry, I was like, I'm upset. It was like a combination of Korean and Japanese sweetness, Mm -hmm. but this like really magical tart flavor. Kind of like when you squeeze a lime on something or Mm -hmm. when you have mango with chili. That kind of like... It's a contrast because like I find Japanese and Korean strawberries are only sweet. Super sweet, sweet, yeah. Sweet and delicious. Some like even like honey flavor, but there's Mm -hmm. no like contrasting note on there. While I believe that like Swedish berries do have that. Wow. And it's funny to say Swedish berries because it reminds me of just like the candy. Right. And we even grilled a couple Swedish people. We're like, what do you call Swedish berries? in Sweden mm. they're like we just call them berries right. and we're like damn we gave an honest effort when we went back to Sweden it's been a few years mm-hmm. now we gave an honest effort to enjoy black licorice salted I thought, licorice like, yeah I'm older now my taste buds have died a bit For maybe surely. like I don't <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can uh, like like black licorice and I remember trying it and I bit it I'm like oh my gosh this is actually good the, nope this is terrible <laughs> no <laughs> this is terrible I still can't get into it it's yeah. just gross and we actually spoke with a Swedish person who also finds black licorice disgusting yeah we're it, very good friends best I, friends best, we've become best <laughs> friends and I don't know her name ever I had, a, I had one black licorice that I ever liked uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure we were in Finland okay. and uh, some lovely nasties gave us like fan fan packages mm-hmm. and in it were these long tubes mm-hmm. let me know if it's Finland or if it's Norway or if it's Sweden because when we did like a little like detour and stuff uh-huh. sometimes it blurs together as right. to where I was but it was a long raspberry tube uh-huh. and inside was black licorice yeah. and when you bit into it you had the tart like sweet cherry and then you had the black licorice which was pretty much like covered up mm-hmm. that was delicious yeah. and then I also tried this like caramel ball of chocolate yeah. and you eat it and the outside is all caramel and yeah. you're like wow and then on the inside there's a tiny bit of salted licorice yeah I think that's the only way I can consume it. Only if you hide the flavor hide of yes. black licorice. I, if like it's, celery slathered if it's with just peanut butter. just one note of black licorice with Ooh. salt, not good. But if you like combine it with other things, yeah. then you could kind of appreciate it more. I think that's something that we talk a lot about in our videos. Yeah. Not just having one flavor of only sweet, only salty, Come only to garlic. Me, sweet boy. You what have you got? a hair on your eyeball, oh, which I believe you. is a cat hair, which makes me suggest oh. somebody might have made out upstairs with a cat. I might have. Did you bring him upstairs and tuck him into bed? I did. He was such a so grumpy cranky. little baby, so I she was like, meow, 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 walking around like, meow. And Simon's like, all right, picked mm-hmm. him up, put him in bed. And we were just like, mm-hmm. goes to sleep. One of the things we wanted to talk about that was super fun was the electric scooters. Right. Guys. Right. So they oh have, they have, um, Limes and Tears and another company that we didn't participate in. I in remember. J- what was it called in LA? 
Uh, so in yes. LA, in LA, they have birds and they have limes. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we were in Santa Monica, like that's when like birds were starting to become really yeah. popular and they were all over the place and we loved them. And there was some controversy happening, like City Hall was trying to like fight against yeah. them. Is it a car? Is it not? Is it a vehicle? Should people leave them around? Right. We should explain what this is though. So basically, mm-hmm. you know, those scooters you see that kids have where you mm-hmm. hold the handlebars and yeah. you put one foot on and then you push with the other. Yeah. P.S. I had one as an adult when I was working at All Fired Up in Toronto. Right. What a nightmare. I yeah. tried to push it all the way to work right. do you remember i, had I to remember give up. you're like i found one and then you and then you like wrote it all the way and i cleaned home. it and i yeah. de-rusted it and i put like i oiled it yeah. i was like oh my god i have my own little scooter yeah. and then halfway to work i was like this I is a nightmare this. <laughs> and then you realize where somebody threw it away <laughs> yeah well it's exhausting your yeah. knee hurts your legs hurt uh-huh. also didn't really think about eds at the time but right. like man that was a pain in the butt yeah. so these are those but electric so mm-hmm. you stand on them you put your two feet together uh-huh. and you have either a, a button that you push down yeah uh, or you might have a squeeze bar kind yeah. of like um that's for the brake yeah usually but like it's usually just like a little thumb trigger for acceleration and pretty much it's i would say always tells you that you need to wear a helmet and stuff but like no one does and it is definitely something you should not use if you're not comfortable with like sports and athleticism because there were a couple times we were on the road Mm -hmm. and uh like there was some weird thing on the ground like a you know a giant rock or something and yeah. you got to like jump off and kind of run yeah. with it like yeah, yeah. i did a couple of those uh-huh. there were some moments where you hit a curb i hit a curb it because it was really dark and yeah. we couldn't see when it was yeah so. i mean you took the right route but yeah. it was like a swoop and then simon just hit the chunkier part yeah. and simon was like no shit he ran but, but the point so is much fun. when we're on these scooters i actually really like them for exploring them. new cities yeah. like i one of the things i don't like is like whenever like we get off the airport mm-hmm. and then like we get into a taxi and we bring our luggage somewhere like you'll be on one seat i'll be in the other seat you'll look out your window i'll look out my window and you would be like oh my god look at this and i can't see it because <laughs> i can't like bend down simon's tall and it's i'm, an issue I'm for tall him. so like i could only see like parallel to me i can't see Hashtag what's up there on, on yours but like when we're on scooters there are no walls there are no roofs that are in our way we could just get on there we go at like 15 kilometers an hour and we could see the whole city yeah. around us and it really opens everything up I, I really love it. I love we loved it. And I love it. I loved it more in Europe than I did in Santa Monica because mm-hmm. Santa Monica didn't really have very good bike lanes. No, they had like really shoddy bike lanes yeah. where you'd be like, and there's yeah. like people were on the sidewalk and there were cars right beside you and we were like it worried about terrifying. doors. Open. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying. But like Malmo is the fifth. Uh, most bike friendly yeah. city in the world supposedly and it's we could see it because they had their own bike lanes and bike lights bike lights as well and it was very easy for us i felt a lot safer yeah. uh with those scooters and mama than yeah. i did in santa monica copenhagen also has a bike culture as well and uh-huh. it's interesting to see how many countries around the world have such an extreme bike culture right and then you go back to your home city where people are still fighting about it like yeah. you go back to toronto and bikers are like we want rights and cars are like we want rights too and i'm like Guys, like the rest of the world is just doing it right. Yeah. Bikes have their own lights. Yeah. You just follow the rule. Like literally there's a light for the, the car. Yeah. There's a light, the person, so mm-hmm. that you can walk. Yeah. And then there's a tiny little miniature light that's yeah. made for bikes. Any well, the, kind of bikes. The, the infrastructure is built for it, but for like cities like Toronto that mm-hmm. I think are like trying to like be more bike friendly, yeah. they don't have the bike lanes built. And so it's like bikers and drivers yeah. that are like combating Fighting against each, each other, other yeah. when they should be like saying to the city, hey, we need to like change this infrastructure a little yeah. bit so that we could be more accommodating to bikers so that nobody has this issue and you don't argue with each other about like what's the right way to do things i guess what's weird to me is that there shouldn't even be an argument it should be like hey we should have more bike lanes and everyone should be like yep yeah that's that's better i think than everyone owning a car and then you should figure out how to get the cars out of the certain areas like the parked cars on the edges don't need to be there people can park over there Mm -hmm. you can just make it like 
no car like in europe there's yeah. a lot of like no cars parking on the street yeah i don't know where the cars are yeah they're probably parked somewhere in a parking Not lot sure. but the roads are just like roads and yeah. walkways and that's it right oh, it was so amazing wind blowing through your hair i yeah. kept in my pocket i was wearing a jean jacket and uh-huh. inside my pocket i had my music on uh-huh. which only i could hear because right. it was like so windy yeah and you're just you're scooting down the street and it really wakes you up it's exhilarating yeah it is exhilarating because mm-hmm. you could almost die and so <laughs> your jet lag is like immediately gone uh-huh. and you can just go like ducky and he'll be like what and we have like hand signals right and we'd see a ca- coffee shop and we just hop off mm-hmm. you know and, what's and I, cool, I would put google maps uh, oh, in, your in, pocket. in my pocket and it would like shout out directions like turn left here turn right there and it was great because i wouldn't have to like look at my phone at all a bit of a lie because mm-hmm. what it would say is turn left on bin hordlin sinlin han sam and i'm like what I, I find it hilarious, especially it like when we were so in long. Korea, whenever they try to like do the navigation there, like turn to Jongnam Songnam Ildanjil Row. Yeah. <laughs> you even what? said it better than they did. What, what are what are the roads? I don't even, because Korea doesn't have road names. Yeah. Right. Uh, now that I'm traveling more around the world, I yeah. realize that a lot of people know places based on landmarks and locations. Yeah. And if you try to do roads and roads names, yeah. that's just the infrastructure that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. So we, we was quite centric of us to think that everywhere around the world yeah. does things like sure. this is the street and yeah. this is where you're going like if you go to kyoto literally mm-hmm. tokyo uses gps mm-hmm. you just simply go to kyoto right. and the taxi drivers are like where are you going mm-hmm. and you're like here's the address and they're like no, no tell me what tell it's, me where to. it's called and yeah. they open up a map yeah this has happened every time we've gone to kyoto no kyoto taxi has ever had a gps, GPS. that i've been in at least like maybe yeah. some others do in tokyo almost all of them have gps yeah it's yeah. rare when you meet someone who doesn't have gps yeah. so it's always safe to kind of have a landmark in your mind in right. advance like right. oh it's close to this hotel or, hot tip for kyoto yeah hot yeah. tip for kyoto or like mm. it's close to this subway station mm. but um otherwise they just have no idea like if you open it up on your phone you can show them the map mm-hmm. but they won't be able to type anything in i don't know Anyways, it was a delight. We loved yeah. it. And then Copenhagen, we also used the scooters. Yeah. And basically, you download this app and uh-huh. you scan it. Yeah. And then it measures. Everyone has, every scooter has its own QR code. Yeah. So you open up the app and you scan that QR code. Yeah. And then it unlocks the scooter for you. And then it charges <laughs> it you. Like sound. It charges you based on the distance. And then when you're done, you like on your app, you turn it off. And then that's it. So that you don't have to worry about somebody else taking your scooter. Yep. Uh, like if you try to use a scooter without like enabling it on the app and an alarm goes mm-hmm. off. It's actually a pretty clever design I, I really think it's smart it's quite clever and it's also a really neat way to i think like reduce your carbon footprint sure. even though that sounds like really cheesy yeah. but you know whenever we do a travel we normally have to take taxis everywhere. right like you don't have a car I, we you didn't take always, not once not oh, once. okay sorry that's a lie uh-huh. twice once from the station to the hotel yeah we dropped off our luggage uh-huh. and then once to get back to the station but without those scooters we would have taken taxis everywhere that we everywhere went. We they went. would have been unwalkable distances yeah. for us and we went all over malmo yeah. like we would go to the far right side yeah. which is like the edge near the ocean uh-huh. where like the sunsets would never set yeah. over this gorgeous ocean yeah. with people jumping into the pier and you're yeah. like damn you for being so beautiful we could see things more than we could in taxi mm. we could hear things more than we could we could Mm-hmm. smell like it's so much more sensual being uh, well in sensory sensory sensual like Seduction. taxis are just the boxes you float in from point to point and you don't really get yeah. to take in the city as much yeah i love the electric scooters would not have worked in italy though 
the cobblestone everywhere right <laughs> especially when we were in like malma and we get to some streets that wouldn't be bike friendly You'd be there like <laughs> i had to get off them because it hurt my they'd, joints they'd be the worst. when we were in copenhagen it was yeah. funny the first day that we arrived we got on mm. we got to our hotel yeah we it, what's neat is that we took the train across yeah and did you hear what the hotel person said what they're like oh did you just arrive and we're like oh we arrived from malmo and they're like oh f- um how was your flight and we're like oh no we just took the train across and he's like oh the economical way and i was what like do what do you mean we're like, gonna take a like Really taking the train from Malmo to Copenhagen is only half an hour. Yeah. Am I going to fly from Malmo? No, like, people usually get a taxi apparently. Uh, so they take a taxi from Malmo and they take it across the toll bridge to... So, yeah. Yeah. No, we went the cheapy way. Yeah. We, <laughs> okay. we took our, our yeah. luggage. We, went, we took our luggage. We got on the train. I'm sorry, Fancy Pants Hotel, but we are little plebs and we are going to take the train. It's nice to take the train and to look over the view of the ocean. And to see other people there as well. We had a nice chat with a woman the first day we arrived in Malmo we, yeah. the airport like the train is right below so we just went down to the train and mm. the woman across from us we shared like a little table space because it yeah. was packed she's like oh where are you guys from and we chatted with her she's yeah. like my sister takes the train every day right. she commutes yeah. she's like this is what I do here's where I live and she like chatted with us she even yeah. wrote us down some recommendations yeah. you know I think it really connects you with the city and the community more yeah yeah, because you want to live the way people are actually mm-hmm. living. And I think that's a very nice way for us to end this week's podcast. Oh. Because now our time is up and it's time for us to I get gotta going. I got to go to physio. You got to go to physio and By I got to get my beer trimmed. I never look this nice going to physio. <laughs> right. Okay, Normally I go in like, for those, for those of you that, that are watching the video. on the street yeah. as well. I mm-hmm. usually have like dumpy jogging pants on and a mm-hmm. t-shirt that's like, leviosa, not leviosa, or like a Loki shirt. Yeah. No makeup. Mm-hmm. I just like go and I'm like, physio. Uh-huh. But You got dolled up for this podcast. I did not. In order to be jet lagged today, right. I'm going to physio. Yep. You're getting your beard trimmed. Mm-hmm. And then we are meeting up in Koenji and we are going to go eat Film some video. filming a video. Yeah. And then that video will hopefully keep us awake. Yep. When the video comes out, I'm sure you'll see just how tired we were. And I hope you like the Mama video that we're working on because it is a huge video. I right think now, it might be more than half an hour when we publish it. We're trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. Uh, so let us know if you're okay with it for real. Don't uh-huh. just be like, we love you guys. Like really let me let us know because it's I'm, like a 40 minute video Because right now. there's some YouTube channels that I like that when I see a video that like 26 minutes I ain't got now. time. Like when those like Claire tries to cook yeah. things and one after like I ain't got half an hour to dedicate 29 minutes to this for now. Pop Rock. Mike, I can't I do it. I got it. Fine. Maybe we just work too hard. We're like Could 29 be. minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> we watch things like It's Bruno yeah. on Netflix. Which it's is a race 12 minutes. We're like perfect we're like oh, not eat our food okay anyhow we miss you guys we miss you guys uh, i'm gonna hug my stand i feel like we've been gone forever i'm tired mm-hmm. i'm strange mm-hmm. and that's it all right take care everyone bye guys talk to you soonish bye bye